Hello and welcome to Unlimited Boundaries, Officer B. I am your host, Lester Bailey. Have you ever had a dream that you've ever taken the time out and thought that you can have something more than wherever you want it to be? I remember growing up, if you don't mind me telling the story, I remember growing up and always telling myself that I can dream to the biggest dreams of possible and I've wanted to find out where in the world that I can do my best. And I found out that if I dreamt hard enough and I wrote my dreams down that I could achieve them. So I got on the police department and I told myself that I was going to do something very, very special with my life. And I worked hard. I worked day and night, but I wasn't able to move up the ranks. But that never stopped me from dreaming. I had all sorts of things happen during my time of being a police officer, but none of them got in the way from me achieving the best job that I can achieve. Because every day I went out with a plan. If you go out into your life every day with a plan, you're going to achieve what you really want. You have to have a plan. If you don't plan, if you don't have a plan, well, you plan to fail. That's just bottom line. And I did not see myself failing, but I did not see myself growing because I didn't have anything extra that I was doing in my life. And I know that I had to. While I was on the police department, I got a chance to do some amazing things, but most of them is something that I never saw happening in my life. It just became something that did happen in my life. And I talked to you recently about so many different types of stories. And it made me want to become a better police officer. So I kind of wrote that down and I kind of followed it. But things do happen on the job. I remember being on a job and I was working with a young lady on the job. And her name is Mary. And normally I don't tell you people whose names are on the job. But Mary is one of the most special police officers to me. And we're still friends today after 31 years. And we haven't worked together in almost... 30 years, <laughs> almost since the, that time, but we've always remained friends. We came through the police academy together and our, you know, what we were going to do on the job, we were going to work together and things happen and they change in your life. But if you keep focused on what you what you really want, you're going to get what you really desire the most. And I desire to be that police officer. Mary and I were working one day and it's amazing that you never know how your day is going to work. We had one of the most easiest days going. We started work about 3 o'clock, 3.30 in the afternoon, and we're going up and down streets, and we're going to different calls. You know, some of them shots fired on the street, and, you know, you zooming down there, and they're not shooting at the time. You're going over, people selling drugs, you get them, and they run away, but you don't stop chasing what you really want to do on the job. So today, I think I talked to you recently about domestic violence and the things that happen in the domestic. So Mary and I are now going into this job because we know how to talk to people. We know how to get people on our side. We've, we've practiced this art because doing the job of police officers, you practice this every day. So you kind of get a confidence in what you're going to do. So we're, we're confident. We hear this call come out and lo and behold, we get there and now it's a domestic call. We are the happiest people going in the world because we can do this. 
And if any of you all are interested in becoming a police officer or you know someone who actually is, ask them about some of the stories that happen to them with domestic violence and that type of thing that goes on. So we get to this building and Mary looks at the building and she tells me, she says, this building looks kind of unfamiliar to me or really looks more familiar to me. It's not unfamiliar, but it looks familiar like I've been here before. So we're looking and we're still in a jovial mood because our lives are like it's supposed to be. We're knowing, we're confident, we know what can happen. So we get to the door of the place and we have to be buzzed in from the outside. So we get buzzed in from the outside and now we're waiting on the second buzz from the inside. We go up the stairs and we're making a game plan because we know what to expect you know, if it's a man and a woman or two men or two women, we basically know what to expect. So we get this plan in our mind. We're walking up and the job happens to be on the top floor of the building. And most times when most domestics and most problems happen, it never happens on the first floor. So you get upstairs, you're a little winded, but you're getting up there. We step back and we knock on the door. We can hear argument on the inside of the door. And we're listening to the argument. So we are still hand signaling to each other what we need to do and how we're going to do this. Because we don't want to interrupt, but we want to make sure that we can handle the situation when we walk in. Well, the person comes to the door. And the first thing that happens is this woman looks over at Mary. She grabs her in the door. And she starts fighting with her. I go in the door right behind her, and all of a sudden, I'm being hit by another person that's actually in there, the male guy that's in this house. So we're in the house, and we're fighting back and forth with this couple. Now, again, all we did was walk in the door, so we're not expecting a fight. That was the last thing that could have been on my mind or my partner's mind. But my partner and I you know, know how to handle ourselves. Well, as Mary is fighting with this lady, this lady goes over to Mary and she grabs her and gets her into a good chokehold. I'm fighting with the other guy who is happened to be with mental illnesses. And we are fighting hard because he is trying to hit me with everything in the house. And I was finally able to put some handcuffs on him. And I looked to get ready to go and help my partner. As I looked over in the room, the lady had grabbed Mary and was trying to throw her outside of the window. Yes, she had my partner off the floor and was attempting, while doing this fight, to throw her outside of the window. Now, I was able to call for some additional help. Now, that's really important because when you're there and you put the stress call out, you're still stressing while you're trying to get to your partner. I am really stressed right now. Luckily, this other guy is on the floor. Now, the other officers are at the door. They're downstairs. But I can't buzz them in because I got to keep my partner from going outside the window. So you have police officers from downstairs looking up at my partner. And I'm sitting up in the house and I can't buzz them in. So we're not getting any help. They're buzzing the doors to each and every one of the departments that are there. And the people are not answering the doorbell. My stress level has gone up. My anxiety has gone up. So I'm able to get to Mary and I'm trying to grab her legs about her 
being in the apartment and the lady is trying to throw her out of the apartment. Then she starts to strike me while I'm trying to pull Mary back in. And she's striking me more and more and more. And she's starting to hit me with the different items in the side of this house. But Mary is still not in this window. But I am pulling. I am doing my best life saving. So as I turn around and get Mary back into it, now I can turn around and start to begin the process of arresting this lady. Now, my partner is no good because she is nervous. She is down. She cannot fight at this present moment. But I can. And I am in here because I have to save my partner. I can't let me go outside of that window because the woman has already demonstrated that she has no problem with getting rid of the police. Literally getting rid of them. She didn't want us up in her apartment and she wanted to fight with us because that was a plan. That woman knew what she was going to do. But I was able to wrestle her to the floor and I was able to get some handcuffs on her as I'm struggling to, but other officers were able to actually get up the stairs and they helped me because my energy was spent. Understand my energy was spent. They helped me to get some handcuffs on her. They helped me to get her outside of that building. And yes, my partner was rattled, but she didn't give up. She didn't quit. She remained on the job. Now she herself was able to get further promotions. But I didn't get promotion. And I'm not, you know, I'm not looking at the police department for how we move because it's a testing process to always get promotions on the job. And there's so many slots for so many thousands of police officers who are going for the same slot. But understand, you future police officers, you people who doubt that your significant other, your relative, your friend have gone in there and they don't go through daily battles. They may not talk about their daily battles until like me after you've retired and you can start giving away some certain things because you don't want your family to be the most nervous people out in the world. You hold on to things because you don't want to frighten them and you don't want people to give you the bad talk about why you should give up the job. Let somebody else do it. It's a hard job. It's a very thankful job, but it's thankless because people don't like giving you credit for what credit is due. They see the bad part that police officers do, but they've done so much more good than you could ever believe. So I want you to take your time out as being the future police officer, the future first responder. Things happen when you don't expect it, but you must expect some of the worst things that can ever happen. When it falls short from the worst thing that can ever happen, then you be thankful of that particular day. I've had many more experiences with going into lower income parts of the city and having to fight people all the time. Because if you're fighting them, that that's just a part of the job. You notice a part of the job. But you kind of have to keep your head clear. Find activities, find hobbies, find something that release you from the things that happen. You are at war when you go to work. You may not be in Afghanistan. You may not be in the Middle East fighting somewhere. You may not even be at the border trying to make sure other people don't get in the country for whatever reason that that actually helps out. But what you do is do the best job that you can ever do. If you're promoted inside of that job, don't stop your dreams. Follow your dreams. Your future really belongs to you and belongs to anybody who actually prepares for the future. And that's a quote from Malcolm X. Muhammad Ali would always basically say that you're the greatest. Say to yourself, I'm the greatest. 
And if sometimes you find out that you can't, you know, that you can't run, then learn how to walk. If you find that you can't walk, then you learn how to crawl. But don't come up with an excuse why you can't do something and why you can't do something else. You are the leader of your own life. You should follow your direction, follow your destiny, and understand that the greatest person that you have ever met is you. Other people may inspire you. Other people may mentor you, but you are that person and things will happen. So follow that dream until the dream ends. Until the next time of my random thoughts, this is Lester Bailey for Unlimited Boundaries, Officer B, and I thank you for listening. Please do me a favor. Comment. Leave me a comment. Tell me what you think. Am I giving you the story where you understand it well? How do you look at and how do you like my stories? Well, thank you for coming along. This is this is Lester again. And I'm, I'm really I'm so extra super stoked. I am so excited to be able to be in here and talk to you each and every day. So until the next time, stay brilliant. You are fantastic. And bye bye for now. Thank you for listening.